Hi, I'm Michael Pinter. Welcome to the How to Flip New York podcast, where we teach you how to start or grow a wholesaling or flipping business in New York. If you're getting any value from this podcast, please leave us a review because that helps us out greatly. Okay, so the topic for today is um, building a buyer's list. When should that happen? So what happened to me uh, recently with speaking to two people, one was trying to get a list of uh, motivated sellers, Let me move up, um, and was intent on building a buyer's list at the same time. And the other was somebody who called me and said, you know, if you have any deals, I have three great buyers. And I know this is someone who's never done a deal. And um, what I see is that sometimes people get hung up on building a buyer's list first. And I can tell you that my opinion is very strong on this, and I believe that that is a huge waste of time. Um, and let me explain what I mean. You're going to eventually need to build a buyer's list, but you can easily build a buyer's list once you have a deal. The entire business is predicated <coughs> excuse me, on getting deals from sellers, right? Having Speaking to enough sellers that a seller is going to agree to sell you a property at a discount. That is the whole business. You told me you had a system to get a few deals a month, every month from sellers, I would say to you, you never be broke your whole life. If you told me you had the greatest buyers list ever, I would tell you, you really don't have much and you don't have a lot of ways to monetize it. Maybe you can sell it, but so you got to look at this the right way. The business is getting sellers to sell you deals at a discount, selling you properties at a discount. So what I find very often with a lot of people who are starting out is that there's some fear and it's like a legitimate fear. I understand the fear of saying I'm going to lock a deal up and I'm not going to have anybody to sell it to. I understand that it's not an illogical fear, but it's misplaced. So what I mean is that a lot of people will come up with any excuse to not actually get on the phone and call sellers. I've had people tell me I'm going to start calling, but I have to get my business cards first. You don't need business cards to do this. I mean, they help, but it's not what's important. I've had people tell me every excuse in the book. Oh, I'm trying to learn my skills, sales skills better. The truth is you learn by talking to people. And this, I have to get my buyers list uh, uh, set up, is really an excuse. Now, it doesn't seem like an excuse because it seems like a legitimate uh, thing that you need. But you don't need it. If you lock up a deal, you can then find buyers nearby. And here's a great tip. If you have a deal in X location, you can just, and you have MLS access, which again, I speak about all the time, I think is important or at least know someone who has MLS access, you can just look at who the buyers are in that area. You can go through the MLS, find the people who bought REOs or paid cash for deal for properties, who bought short sales, and you can contact them. That's your built-in buyers list. I mean, most of those people will buy again if they made money and your deal is a good deal. Now, I hear sometimes people say to me, I had a deal, it was an amazing deal, I couldn't find any buyer for it, so I got out of it. I find that usually hard to believe. And that means only one of two things. Either you don't have the right connections. And if you're watching this video and you have a deal in Nassau County, Suffolk County, New York, or it's Queens, New York, you can call us, right? We've had people call us and we've got, we've co-wholesale deals, deals with them. So that's one possibility. You just didn't know the right people. But if you're watching this video, you automatically know the right people. Or it wasn't really such a good deal. It's probably the latter, right? We find people all the time coming to us with uh, what they think are great deals that are not, not, not even close. I recently had somebody tell us they had a deal. ARV was four, was 500, and that was and that was stretching it a bit. And they said they got the property at 435 thousand dollars, and it needed repairs. That's not a deal. No one's going to buy that from you. Even if you closed on that and sold it retail for 500, you probably won't make a lot of money on it unless you sold it immediately. So, um, 
most of the time, you know, this, this, these horror stories of people who locked up a deal and couldn't sell them are not, weren't really deals. So you got to get on this, get it, talking to sellers and doing it. And, and I understand, you know, I was a stockbroker a long time ago and there's something called call reluctance. It's with all salespeople when they start out, you don't want to make calls because you don't want to get rejected. You're afraid of what people are going to say to you. And people are going to say horrible things to you. <laughs> there's no doubt about it. Um, this core reluctance that people have. One second. Sorry, I got to blow my nose. People will do anything to not get on the phone and have people tell them to F off. But really, that's what has to be done. You got to get on the phone or whatever way you're going to approach the, the whether it's texting, calling, emailing people, still going to talk to them on the phone. It's mostly talking to people on the phone and having them tell you, say, tell you you're a piece of crap and get, get done with it. Once that happens a bunch of times, you build up resistance to it. But to avoid that, to avoid that rejection and to avoid this not working or to avoid possibly seeing that this does work or it doesn't work, people will make up almost any excuse. And I got to tell you, a buyer's list is not important when you start. It's not. It's just not. It's not. You can do deals without a buyer's list. They're, they're, it depends on the situation. You can possibly list it on MLS. That's the ultimate buyer's list because anybody looking is going to find it. You can put it on Craigslist for sure. Again, depending on the situation, if the seller lives there or the seller is going to be on top of it, that these ideas may not work, but there are ways to go around it. You can call us. You, there's a million ways. Go on Facebook with it. There's a million ways to find buyers. If the deal is good, the buyers will be there. I promise you that. I promise you. I've never once heard somebody, well, maybe once, somebody say that they had a great deal and they couldn't find a buyer with it. If, if so, then they just weren't trying hard enough, right? And they had an out in the contract and they'd rather take the out. It was a confidence thing more than anything else. It wasn't that they, wasn't that they didn't have a buyer's list. They didn't try hard enough. So do not have build a buyer's list in your top uh, to-do list when you're starting out. It's absurd. When you get a deal, and then you find buyers again and we can help you with that if you want and i'm not trying to get you to send us deals so that we can make more money out of it i'm just telling you that you'll see it's it, it's an easy thing and we don't have the greatest buyers list either we have a buyers list about a thousand people it's not great but i've spoken to people who do this business i'm talking about multiple seven figure businesses who have a buyers list of 30 people they only they only show it to the people who who really buy and you can find them once you have deals but without deals the, oh and here's a here's a big one right so this, this, somebody told me I have buyers. The truth is, if you haven't done deals, you don't know if they're real buyers or not. Most people are full of crap. Those guys can be wholesalers too. You're going to show it to somebody who's going to show it to the same people you showed it to. You don't know what a real buyer is. You really don't. And people will lie up and down and tell you how they're buyers. And, I've, and I'll, I'll straight up ask people, have you ever bought a deal? Are you, you going to wholesale this deal or are you going to close? You know, and they'll say the same keywords you know, to try to avoid lying. Well, I work with a group that closes, and that's usually BS. So even if you think you have a buyer's list, you don't really know if they're buyers. That's the truth. The truth is out of the thousands of people on my buyer's list, I think a lot of them aren't real buyers. Um, but you can build a buyer's list when you have deals. To build a buyer's list before you have deals is putting the cart before the horse. So I implore you, understand that the main focus of this business is to get sellers to sell you properties at a discount that is the main it is 90 percent of the business 
Are there other parts of the business? Sure. Do you want to scale up the business eventually? Sure. Do you want to build a buyer's list eventually? Sure. But first get deals. Get a deal and find the buyer and then you have one person or maybe you have five people who come to look at it who are legitimate who make you offers. Now you have a buyer's list of five. Maybe you have 10, 20 who come look at the property. Take their names and numbers. Now you have a buyer's list. If they came to look, that's something. So um, I feel very strongly about this. The idea that I'm going to build my buyer's list before I have a deal, I think, is a huge waste of time. Huge. And I think everyone should really be focused on getting deals and and worrying about buyers later. Hey, thanks for listening. We really appreciate it. Uh, Go to howtoflipnewyork.com for more information about the various ways that I can help you. And again, if you can leave a review, uh, that would really help us out.